not gonna lie, I get hungry a lot. Like literally, like sometimes I don't have a set schedule to eat. Like whenever I, like if I see a snack, I just devour it and I feel good. No one has a set schedule to eat. That's well, not you... true, actually. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> let's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Listen. Hello. What I know what you mean, though. Okay, but how know. how do you not like a hundred percent agree with me? Because that how's like that not true? How's what not true? Speak English. I just said, um, like how can you say, um, there's no such thing as breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't think I said that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't say that. Okay, well, welcome to Basica Fish, guys. I'm Nick, and this is Ben. What's um, up? So, in um, what are we doing this podcast? I don't know. Um, yeah. That was probably the worst intro I ever did in my entire life. No, it's all good. It's all good. So let me help you out, right? Okay. So I know what you mean, though, by saying that like, you were mad hungry. Okay. But listen, listen, listen. Do you ever, like, okay. like, you're mad hungry, and there's, like, actually, like, a nice meal, but, like, you eat, like, a snack, but, like, you eat so much of that snack, you felt like you ate a huge meal, and you just feel so bad about yourself? No, because for me, whenever I eat a snack, I'll eat so much of it, okay. but I'm not full. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most saddest thing I've ever heard. So I'm no. not satisfied, but I still feel terrible. No, no, no. <laughs> but what I mean by snack is that like I eat like a snack product. Like let's say, okay, let's say there's a nice steak ready for me to eat. That's not a snack product. Okay, I know, but listen, listen. There's a steak like on the grill ready for me to eat. But... Before I see the steak, well, I see the steak, but like, I just want to have a snack and I see Oreos, but I eat so much Oreos. I'm so full. Like I ate that whole steak and I don't want to eat actual like healthier, good food anymore. And I just ate a whole bunch of junk food and now I feel bad about myself. Mm-hmm. That never happened to you. No, if that was me, I would eat the Oreos. Then I would eat the steak as well. <laughs> so weird. Bro, I'm not even joking. Late at night. I'll literally have chips and stuff, okay. all that stuff. Then I'll go into the kitchen at like 4 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I'll like okay. make myself some no. pizza bites. You know why? You know why I won't do that? Why? You know, you know why? Because I'll feel so broken. Okay. And you know what else is broken? Conor McGregor's ankle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But listen, we'll go back to the food topic later. Yeah, of course. It was a big fight this week, or yeah, this week. It was Conor McGregor and that other guy. I mean, not to interrupt <laughs> you, but it was last week. Was it actually last week? It was last week, Saturday. Man, someone's a big fan. I am a big fan. You have who's going to win before the fight? Like, if you were to bid like five thousand dollars. Oh, Conor. Okay, yeah, same. Conor versus Poirier. Bro, Dude, listen. I don't know. The reason, okay. The reason he, I knew, I knew he was gonna win going into that, even though he didn't. But like, I knew he was gonna win, mm-hmm. was because he's the kind of person that he just gets so fired up. I knew yeah, he true. was gonna put in all the work. Yeah, and I knew he was gonna like make the changes he needed to. He needed you know, to. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like you know what I compare that to? Like I think of I'm in the game of Fortnite and like I just crack somebody, I just push because <laughs> that's how confident I am. You know what I mean? So confidence. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, confidence is everything, dude. Yeah, to be honest, I heard in the fight versus a cowboy how he changed trainers. And he went back to his trainer that helped him with Floyd Mayweather. So he had a different, like, boxing stance. Yeah. And he lost the game against, like, the cowboy guy. And then he came back. I, think I he thought he won that one. No, he got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. 
<laughs> he got not. That's that's why everyone's sad. He lost two freaking games in a row. It's two games. Well, <laughs> he lost two <laughs> games in a row. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, you got sent back to the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know. Then he like changed back to different trainer. So I feel like he's just training. Like, I feel like he's just switching like all the time. He just needs to stick to the same trainer he had before. I don't know. No, no, that was that was the trainer. Oh, it was. No, so like what happened was he had a trainer for UFC. Yeah. Then when he went to box Floyd Mayweather. Yep. He got someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna probably butcher this, but and then when he went back to the UFC to fight, mm-hmm. his movement was all off. Oh, true. Yep. So for this fight, he got his old movement trainer back. Oh. I understand that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and that's why everyone was. Most people thought he was gonna win because yeah. in his previous fight with Poirier, yeah, I believe that's when he just got back or during his like boxing training. Yeah, so he had the boxing stance in that gotcha. fight, and that's people were saying that's why he got knocked out. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, honestly, he's he is the best at selling fights. I'm not even gonna lie. Like uh-huh. literally, like the like you can see how like he's crazy and he talks so much trash to the guy, but like after the fight, they both know like they're both good with each other because they both know they freaking made so much cash. But they did also say they're doing another fight, so that'd be kind of cool to watch. I know, yeah. No, but you're right. I was literally just talking to someone and I was saying how I want to know what Connor's actually like. Exactly. Because to sell fights, he has to put on that bad guy. Exactly, like, yeah. Act. I'm pretty sure he, like, he like, did something on Instagram or tweeted something about yeah. him saying, like, like this is what you guys want because, like, fights won't sell unless I act yeah. like this. Exactly, yeah. It's kind of crazy, but it is kind of a smart move, not going to lie. But... I know. But, like, it's kind of crazy because oh, whenever the Floyd Mayweather and, um, what's his name, Logan Paul fight happened, it's crazy how to think about how, like, a certain people, like, they both don't get the same amount of price. It's kind of crazy. Because I heard, like, uh, Floyd Miller got, like, 50% of, like, some of the pay-per-views and, like, a couple more things. And Logan Paul got less somehow. And he only got, like, 20 mil off the fight. And freaking mm-hmm. Floyd Miller got, like, 100 million from the flight. From the flight. From the fight. Like, how the freak is that possible? You literally yeah. do, like, let's say, like, you just do... 12 rounds max you can out of those 12 rounds you can literally live the rest of your life without working for a minute bro i know that's crazy yo i know um, dude i feel like the reason he got so much more though is because he's he's the best true so they yeah. probably had to tame that much to and, get him to fight yeah and the cell probably wouldn't have had sold so much if it wasn't for me whether anyways so yeah if it wasn't for him that's probably true so yeah do you ever hear the story about how uh, that actually happened? How the fight? No, I didn't. So basically, I think I could be remembering this wrong, but I'm pretty sure um, Logan Paul's boxing trainer, yeah, or like some someone else to like one of his managers or something, was telling him that Floyd Mayweather was on this website, like just talking to people. Uh-huh. like you could pay to talk to him for like ten minutes or something. Yeah, so. The guy told Logan to get in there. Like, he already set it up or paid for him. He's like, get in there and trash talk him. Yep. So they started trash talking. 
which is hilarious because Logan Paul obviously just lost the fight to KSI. Exactly. Yep. So he's trash talking like the best boxer yes. in our time. And basically that's how it started. Yeah. And that's crazy because big props to Logan because like if I was fighting somebody that is a legend and someone that I love and to act like you freaking hate them and talk trash to them must be so freaking hard. Because I remember yeah, after, the, after the fight, he was like, dude, I'm sorry for trash talking you everything. You're literally the best. Because it would be so freaking hard for me to do that. Did he actually say that? Yeah. After the fight, he had the microphone. He goes, dude, I love you guys. I'm so I'm so sorry talking about trash. It's I it's just to sell the fights. I'm like I literally knew it because I would literally do the same thing. It's crazy. I know, bro. That's one thing that like I I would love to do like to box or some or stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't know if I could be that person to like trash talk. Exactly. Yeah. Go like publicly try to humiliate the other person. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's this sad reality, but you have to do it. Like, yeah, exactly. It's for, better for money and yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like in the beginning, you might look like like you're so annoying and you're a jerk, but at the end, you also just get big cash. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. But a hundred percent, boxing was not. It wasn't dying, but it wasn't fighting in general, like UFC and boxing stuff like that, MMA. It wasn't really popping off lately for the past couple of years. As mm-hmm. soon as those um con not content creators like those YouTubers started fighting. It popped off immediately. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. But, but I like, yeah, but I like to hear your side mm-hmm. on people say, yeah, these people are YouTubers. They're not real boxers. Even though they're good, they, have, they haven't boxed since they were younger and they aren't real boxers. What do you think about that? Because some people still call Logan Paul and like Jay Paul not boxers, even though <laughs> I consider them pretty good. Some people say they're not boxers. What do you, what do you think about that though? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's okay. People bring up a good point about that because. I honestly think it comes from a place of boxers feel like they almost get offended by it because they've worked for so much longer mm-hmm. yeah. and they've almost achieved so much less. Yeah. Because Logan, uh, Jake, you got like all, basically all the, I don't know what you call it. Like the social media, oh gosh, social media stars. Yeah. When they go into, these fights they already made more than probably like 75 percent of boxers exactly out there yeah. so people are like all pissed off like why are they making so much money yep true i mean but that ties back into the, what you're saying about like selling fights and stuff yeah but like i don't know as far as them being like boxers and stuff i mean depends on your definition of being a real boxer exactly yeah because i don't know like you think about Conor McGregor, right? Yep. He's a UFC fighter. Yep. He went into boxing. Exactly. Yeah. People still did not call him box a boxer. Exactly. Even yeah. though he's been fighting his whole life. Yep. Right. So if people say that you have to be a boxer from the beginning mm-hmm. for ever, like that's all you have to do to actually have that name of boxing. Yeah. And yeah, they're not boxers, but. Like they're they still they've been trained for a while, mm-hmm. you know. What I mean, they're obviously yeah. they, they obviously have skill. I mean, Logan went exactly the entire yeah. fight with Floyd Mayweather. That's that's crazy. Yeah, Jake Paul knocked out. I'm pretty sure he knocked out every single person he's fought. Yeah, <laughs> all right. And even even though he had, he hasn't had the greatest opponents, it still takes a lot of technique to be able to knock someone out. Exactly. That's what I think. Especially like 
not even physically tired, but I feel like even mentally putting your mind to a position where, like, let's say, like, two minutes before the bell rings or the fight starts, what are you thinking in your head? Like, there's no way you're not nervous unless, unless like, you're that confident, which is crazy to me. Is That's just insane. I know, yeah. Um, yeah, it depends on who I think is a boxer. Um, for me, I'm not a boxer, obviously, but I feel like once you get to a certain point, like once you start beating a couple boxers, even if you lose, but once you start like at least going rounds, like as soon as Logan Paul, before he even fought, just having the opportunity to even talk or even make a fight from um, Floyd Mayweather, he already mm-hmm. won. Because like that's oh, yeah. crazy to think about how a person yeah, that went from like Vine and literally did, to, did YouTube for a couple of years, then going straight to boxing and ready fighting on Floyd Mayweather, that's crazy. Yeah, and that's what that's what Jake's trying to do with Conor McGregor too. Exactly. Or what he was trying to do. He was trying to just get, like, anything yep. out of out of McGregor, and yep. then he, would, he just would have won there. Because, like, just the response back, you won. <laughs> like, it's crazy. I know, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. You're basically clout chasing at that point, but, like... Yeah, exactly. smart. <laughs> I know, because but once that happens, once they respond, and then it's obviously going to go public. Mm-hmm. Then not only does like the two people want to fight each other, yep, but everyone who sees that now wants them to fight. Exactly. So it just it, they almost get like peer pressured into it. Yeah, yeah. I like to be honest. I'm gonna be totally honest. I know we're probably talking about boxing for a long time, but like this one thing is that I have never really watched boxing. Until these um, social media stars started boxing, mm. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I watched probably a couple of games, but people that I knew, like like not overrated people, which like if you don't know about basketball, you obviously know about like Steph Curry. Like if you don't know about boxing or anything, you know who Floyd is, you know who Mike Tyson is, you know who like the yeah. legends are. So like I watched those, but like I never like sat down, paid for a fight. Obviously, like ever since COVID happened, so like that, you can watch the fight online. Actually, mm-hmm. no, it was before COVID, too. You can watch, yeah. like, online. The the tickets are obviously cheaper. But, like, I never really, like, sat down, bought for a ticket, and tried to bought for a ticket, bought a ticket, and, like, watched a fight until these people actually started, like, uh, social media started, started boxing. I actually, like, sat down, actually bought, like, a ticket and watched it, like, a whole fight. It was kind of crazy. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. if it wasn't for them, I feel like thousands of people would never have been like started to get um start to watch box and anything like that exactly yeah that's something too that people don't pay them respect for yeah if you think about it because they're actually like they've brought i don't think it's exaggerating to say millions of of like new fans to boxing yeah you know you know who um actually in the recent fight with um conor mcgregor um i mean there's like an announcer not announcer like someone interviewed a person, and guess who the interviewer was? Who? Addison Ray. <laughs> no, wait. She was doing an interview. Yeah, oh, she did no. an interview because someone was like from her hometown or something like that. And okay. UFC asked them to like uh, asked her to interview them, and like all the people were so mad because those people that need to go to school to interview. This yeah. kind of leads to this YouTubers being boxers because all the people that had to go to school to interview people, oh, like, yeah. to had to learn everything, and even after they get, they get their degree, sometimes they still can't make it and they still like lose a job. Yeah. So all those people were so mad because she literally has done nothing, 
and she was somehow able to interview people, and she somehow made it into the UFC scene. <laughs> it was so funny. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was kind of crazy to think about, but that kind of leads into your boxing conversation. Yeah, that's no, that's actually that's actually not funny though. Yeah, Addison Ray. But the thing is, I think something that a lot of people don't understand is that with like all these social media stars, mm-hmm. they actually did have to put put in a lot of work. Exactly. Yeah. Because I feel like the view on it is. Like, even I was thinking, like, all these, like, TikTokers are, like, it's so dumb. They just make, like, a 30-second video and other yeah. famous. Mm-hmm. But I'm not realizing that they have to find out the trends. Exactly. Like, find out what people want. Like, keep yep. up with fans and stuff. Yep. It's actually a lot of work. Just because someone isn't, like, directly, like, working with their hands. Like, exactly. Like, making a, like, I don't know, carpentry or something like that. Yep. Yeah, that doesn't mean they're not working hard. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's a different kind. It's a different kind of work. No, yeah, I know hundred. What you mean, and like, especially the part whenever I think about like big social media stars and like how people say it's like it's easy and like you get so much money, how can life get any better? But I feel mm-hmm. like it's also hard because you never make everyone happy at once. There always has to yeah. be one or a couple people that are always complaining or says something or just just talks trash about you or something like that. So I feel like dealing with that for like a long period of time like especially those like let's say youtubers or tiktokers that become famous like right off the bat like they do one video and it pops them off and like how mm-hmm. do you have like the growth and becoming famous like you get okay you're almost there then you're famous but those people that instantly became famous and don't know how to deal with the fame is probably so much stress for them because like oh yeah they never knew or learned how to deal with it so i don't know that's it's tough kind of... no but, yeah because like certain people certain people like literally like, like climb a staircase up to fame exactly and other people just shoot up there yeah yeah i know what you mean. Yeah. And, like people always say this is a topic that i was going to talk about like i have no idea but like people always say like once you become famous those people that become famous instantly move to california <laughs> dude i don't understand because like yeah i don't understand why but like, it's true though every like youtuber or anybody i watch or any social media star that i watch they're always living freaking california yo <laughs> i know i don't i don't understand why but i also heard a lot of people moving out of there and it's not like the greatest place anymore it's like yeah i mean you get, you get that many people going out there it's kind of exactly yeah. the chaos yeah but i feel like now since like COVID is getting smaller and smaller. It's probably never going to go away. It's probably like the flu. It's never really going to go away fully. But I feel like since it's like not really, it's not, it's still a thing, but it's not as much as it was before. I feel like now, especially in those places, those hot places like California and places like that, I feel like there's going to be more people moving in there because like mm-hmm. a lot of people can be in one place now and everything. Like some of you don't even wear masks like that. So I feel like it was just smaller quarantine time that like destroyed some places. But I don't know. No, yeah, it's just crazy to think about like every famous person freaking those day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's probably why too, because they, if they say they live in California, then there's a huge chance that they're gonna see someone else famous there. Exactly, yeah. And they're probably looking for like all features or yep. like promotions, all all that kind of stuff. Exactly. You know? And there's this big like thing going on about how like, like some people they get famous. But there's always someone that help them get famous through, like mm-hmm. um, okay, this is gonna sound so cringe, but there's some like esport gamers, and some of them get like like super big, and some people are like oh you you wouldn't have gotten big if you didn't meet like this person or whatever, 
So, like, what do you do? You think it's just like luck? Like you said, people work hard to get fame, to get famous. But at that point, do you think it's just luck, or do you think they still work hard? Because I feel like whenever like you become famous for something, even though someone helped you out, like let's say example, Justin Bieber, okay, he okay. was his usher before he started his, like first song because Usher really liked him, okay. Okay. Let's yeah. say okay, if it wasn't for Usher, Justin Bieber would have got famous. So is he technically like? Was it just all luck? I feel like it's not because I feel like even when they give you the little head start, you still need to push and like work hard to still be like stay there, like stay on the top. Like, yeah. What do you think about that? Because I'm not really sure. No, yeah. Right. This is what I'm thinking about, right? First off, like, so what if someone gets a head start? Exactly. Like with Justin Bieber, he's literally been doing entertainment and singing just music his entire life exactly yeah. so regardless of like the effects other people have had yeah with like making his career as big as it is now yeah like he still put in all the work and like it's yep. possible he might not be as famous today if it weren't mm-hmm. for other people yeah but down the road he would be as famous exactly because of his own hard work yeah yeah like, he's gonna get there eventually yeah i think that 100 um I feel like just like just some people just like get just on like what where they are. They're just mm-hmm. no, you didn't you didn't deserve to be there. Someone that's working hard can probably be there, but not you because you freaking got a head start. So that's I don't know. I just disagree. And some disagree. And some people say that. Yeah, I don't know. Another thing is too that I was just thinking about is with these people getting head starts. I feel like a lot of times it could be one famous person seeing like potential exactly. in another person yep exactly i think right. yep yeah and like so pe- like what you said yeah a lot of people want to be jealous and like they're really not justified in that yeah because like i said it comes with the working thing like you like out of all the people yep like i can't i can't even tell you how many people i've already heard complaining about like youtubers and gamers mm-hmm. and social media stars and stuff like that yeah None of these people have ever actually tried, yeah, or put in like actual work to get there. Exactly, and yeah. they're they're complaining. I know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think the same thing. Like, okay, talking about like putting work and effort and trying to like become famous. So mm-hmm. much people. This might be a big change topic, but so much people have like been talking. Well, they were talking. I don't know if he's relevant anymore. But about um Ninja and how like he like changed stuff like that and how like he yeah. got family friendly probably to get more people watching to get more money. What like see like I don't know what to say about that because I I don't know if he was trying to be himself when he like he tried to switch his platform up a little bit. But mm-hmm. so many people were going on Ninja like when we were just talking about so many people saying oh you don't deserve being there or like you change like there's always those some type of people that disagree with you and have like hate comments or hate to tell you like try to change you but like some people are saying stuff about ninja what do you feel what was his mindset when he tried to like switch to family friendly and like try to change his content up and wasn't the same like why would you he would do that i don't understand why he would do that okay well actually i've thought about this a lot honestly but if you think about it he obviously he was a big streamer before the blow up of Fortnite. Exactly, yeah. But he he definitely 
became as big as he is now because of Fortnite. Yeah. Because he played that, right? Yeah. And the thing about it, Fortnite is like a ma- the majority of Fortnite players are like young kids. Yeah. Yep. So I feel like it is like what you said. It was more of a business move. Yeah. To be family friendly so that everyone can watch him. True. Because yeah, I would I can, be talking to yeah. people and they'd be like, I'd be like, oh, what streamers do you watch? And they'd tell me and I'd ask if they watch Ninja. They're like, nah, he's, you know, like, my parents don't want me listening to him because exactly. he says swear words. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. Yeah, yeah so I, I definitely think it's a business move. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like it literally did the opposite of him expecting. Because I feel like as soon as that happened, I, like, so much people started hating on him. And then I remember, like, every couple, like, either, like, once a week or once a month, he does this thing on his stream where he does, like, a Q&A with um, his chat. And, like, he asks people, like, oh, you give, like, a sub? Or, no, you think it's a donation? You ask okay. a question? Or I think he, people might tweet at him. I don't know. But people ask a question, and he tries to answer them. And I remember someone asking, I probably find this on YouTube, um, someone asking, what is your worst mistake while streaming? Or what is your worst mistake? Something like that. And I knew he was going to say this. As soon as that question popped up, he instantly said, going family friendly. So, like, I feel like that, like, mm-hmm. automatically answers the question that he only did that for more um, more popularity. So, yeah. he's just knowing that that's a mistake. Like, it just sucks. Because it literally went the total opposite, like, literally the opposite way how he wanted to go. So, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, he's, like, his most famous clip was, I think, is when he's, how was that game? Is it H1Z1? It, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, it's just, and then he's like yelling at the yelling at the kid. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the that's why he had so many fans because he did like just people dumb crap like that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, yep. And once he became family friendly, he's obviously not doing that anymore. So first off, he's gonna lose a bunch of his like actual fans because yeah. he just he just changed. Yep. Like you can see it. It's not even like he tried to retain. Some of that funniness. He just, I feel like he yeah. thought he had to stop that period yep. to be family yeah. friendly. So now that happens, right? Yeah. New fans that actually decide, oh my gosh, I could finally watch Ninja because he's family friendly. They come there and then they're like, oh, this guy's actually mad boring. Exactly. So yeah. it's not going to work out. I feel like at the beginning it might have worked out mm-hmm. from like he got a spike of views, but yeah. in the yeah, long I... run, it destroyed him. And I believe, like, whenever you start a platform or anything, you need to be yourself because if yeah. someone's watching a different screen and, like, oh, my gosh, like, let's say a, a super little kid, like, not super like a young kid, like, let's say, let's say, just like, how old do you think the youngest, like, freaking Fortnite player? Let's say six, five. Probably, honestly, yeah. Let's say five or six. And, like, oh, my gosh, Ninja the best. I love him. I'm a big fan. But really, you don't really like him because he's not acting himself right now. So you don't really like Ninja. You just like his content and how he's playing. But like, if mm. he's not acting himself, then no one's going to like the real Ninja, whatever his name is, Tyler or something like that. They're just going to like how he is on stream. So that kind of sucks. Because exactly. like, let's say I have a big fan base one day and I act myself and someone meets me and they're like, oh, Nick, what's up? You're the best. And I act the same how I act like on stream or on anywhere on a podcast. So they know who I am. So if they like me on the podcast, they would like me in real life. That That's why, that's why I feel like I like being yourself is like a big thing. That's why that's how people will actually get super big. Is yep. because if someone's just like acts like themselves, a lot of people are going to relate to you. 
Exactly. And that's how you get like fans. Yeah. That yep. like stick with you because they actually like the way you act. They can relate to you. They're exactly. like, this guy's kind of cool. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. I exactly. think 100%. Like, because like, especially YouTube being so stupid nowadays. Because I no cringe. I was watching Lazy Reaping the other day. Okay. And like, okay. he was reacting something. And like, I think there's like, oh, there's like a child hurt in the video or something like that. It yeah. looks like a funny video. And YouTube demonetized the video because a child was hurt in it, but it wasn't like he was promoting it. It was just like, a, it was supposed to be a funny yeah. video. And like, the person recording it, and if they like, like they post online, that means they're okay with the video being out. Like, what is the point of demonetizing the video? I don't know. But like, to mm-hmm. the point of like being yourself, like to end a ninja topic, at one point when I was realiz- realizing like is this is actually him or is he like faking not faking it but is this is actually him yeah basically if he's faking it was when I saw him do like the after dark like during night times yeah I felt like that was like his time to breathe because he can act himself so I felt oh, like yeah. no more stream was like oh okay kids come here then he goes okay now since like the young kids and everything I like subscribing I'm getting all my money because there's more viewers because obviously there's more young kids playing Fortnite than older kids. So I thought, okay, now I'm getting my money. Then, okay, I need to breathe out and act myself. Boom, after dark. Like, I feel like that's so messed up, though. <laughs> Not gonna I lie. Know. Bro, um, I, I remember he was he was with Dr. Lupo one time. Yeah. And this actually ties into, like, how Ninja changed. Yeah. But Dr. Lupo was saying, like, how, like, oh, I don't understand how you could be, like, family-friendly. Because he's it, like, it's so much work for me to be on stream and just, like, not swear. Yeah. Or stuff like that. You know? Yeah. So, like. Again, that's like that's like why Ninja like changed yeah. so much because it was, he, it was probably that much work for him too to not say something it, stupid exactly. or not swear. So he's just like, maybe I'll be quiet. And then when After Dark comes, exactly. yeah, it's his chance to actually like be free. Yeah, almost. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like um, I know we're having this conversation for a long time, but I feel like this thing one more thing about like gaming. I know like Cipher PK, how he like he never really like wasn't um family friendly. But he definitely wasn't like where old Ninja was and like where the older streamers were. Yeah. Like he never he he wasn't family friendly, but he kind of was in the beginning. And now I can kind of see how he's changing a little bit because definitely now he isn't leaning more towards like oh younger audience. He's leaning more towards like whatever whoever likes him. So I can mm-hmm. definitely see how he changed the past couple of like like past year. I don't know. It's kind of crazy, but. Yeah, because I remember watching his videos, and he was, like, kind of, I don't know how to say, he's bland. Yeah. His videos were really bland. Yeah. He, he was almost, like, just narrating what he's doing without putting any of himself 100%, in the yeah. videos, right? Yeah. So, I watch his stuff, right? Because, yeah. like, when he was playing Fortnite, and he's making Fortnite videos, I played Fortnite. So, I would watch his videos, not necessarily for him, uh, but yeah. for Fortnite. Exactly. Does that make sense? Because he's yeah. he's doing something that I'm interested in, right? And this 100%. goes to the same thing I was saying before, like relating to someone. In his videos, I wasn't relating to him as a content creator. Yep. Like I wasn't relating to his personality. I was relating to the game that he was playing. 100%. Right. Yeah. Yep. Then, so like in light of that, like his his YouTube videos were like really bland for a while. Mm-hmm. I went and I watched a vlog he did, and I didn't even know he vlogged. Uh huh. I watched a vlog of him giving a like a tour. Uh-huh. Of, and I think he was in an apartment at this time. Oh, I think I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. And 
he was like giving his all, all setup and stuff, and he acted like a completely different person. And he was making jokes and stuff, yeah. and he was actually like funny. Yeah. And I, I was like, I mean. wait, where is this guy? See, like, this is where it ties up. Yeah, I know. Like, I really know exactly what you mean because I feel like this is where it ties up the boxing. What doesn't really tie up because there's a difference between acting yourself. Like, see, see, I don't know where to tie this up because let's say, for example, like Fortnite we're using, you're not acting yourself because you want to make, like, more, not more money. You just want to have a bigger audience, let's say. Yeah. I feel like it's the same thing with boxing. You talk about trash to get more people to watch it. For some odd reason, my mind, it's okay for boxers to do that. But my mind, it's not okay for those Fortnite players to do that. I don't know why. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think, and why do I not think, why do I think it's, like, not okay for, like, Ninja to, like, wa- not act himself, but it's okay for, like, boxers to do it? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but. Well, honestly, I, I remember having a conversation about this with someone, right? And it's, it, it's kind of dark, uh, think about it. But, like, boxing, like, all the combat sports. Yeah. I feel like it's more accepted for people to act crazy, True. like violent, say stupid stuff because they're literally fighting people. Yep. And yeah. it goes all the way back to like, like the Roman Colosseum kind of stuff and gladiator crap, right? Yep. The crazier those people acted, the more pumped up the audience was. And I feel like that type of energy or that type of mindset just in humanity will never leave. Yeah. Because people constantly love like, the violence, yeah, just like yeah. all the psych- psychotic words and actions and stuff like that. Exactly. It, people just love it, yeah, when it comes to a sport like that, 100%. And like, mm. I feel like in let's say in the esports community, if you didn't act yourself, it like, let's say if you act yourself, you can still have an audience, but I feel like if you did not, like, if you acted yourself while boxing. I feel like the company or like the business would just go down like straight to the floor. Yeah. But I feel like for the game and stuff like that, even if you act yourself and like don't hype it up too much, you can still have an audience. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, it kind of ties it up. But yeah, you know what it is though? I think that it's also like it's also a different audience. True. Because I was when I was doing like the for school, I was doing like speech. Uh-huh. And one of the things said is like you have to know your audience. Yeah. So I think that's the same thing because like esports and stuff. You, obviously, there's going to be some adults in that, and like yeah. especially today, there's going to be a lot more adults than it used to be. Yeah. But still, the majority of the audience is going to be to the younger side. Hundred percent. So people are like almost scared to act yep. super crazy. Yeah. True. Because it's it's younger people, so. Um, yeah, it's not going to be accepted as much because it's like, oh, you're saying these terrible things, you're swearing, saying this vulgar crap, yeah, to like young kids, yeah. so they're going to get canceled for that, right? Yeah, Whereas that. you have combat sports, yeah, where it's a majority of it is adults, yeah, and they don't care, yeah, true. right? So they get away with it, yeah. But it is like I kind of get what you're saying though, because like no matter the audience, these people still aren't acting like themselves. Yeah. And like, I don't know, regardless yeah. of, of the audience, you should still be able to do that. Exactly. And yeah. make, and be like, be as successful as another person. Yeah. True. And like, 
not gonna lie, we all hate those freaking squeaker kids and those young kids. Well, I'm young, <laughs> well, but like those like four year olds playing Fortnite and like they screech and they're so freaking loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I feel yeah. like without them, the game would not even be close how big it is today. Well, mm. boxing without the YouTubers, it wouldn't be as big as today. So I kind of see how like, like kind of this whole topic was kind of how like certain things can help build up other things become more famous. So I felt like where I connected like the boxing business and the like esports or game business, how like boxing, it was doing good, but it wasn't doing great like a couple of like, three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they got a better audience, like those YouTuber audience and all those social media stars audience, the sport went up like crazy. And I felt like same thing to gaming. If they didn't get that certain amount of like that certain audience, especially for Fortnite, like those younger kids, if they didn't get that, I don't think the game would be as big as it is today. So yeah. I don't know. I can see how that kind of like matches up together a little bit. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing like people almost need something to like hate. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean, so someone's playing Fortnite and you have this kid with like a five dollar mic. Exactly. You know, screaming, yes. and you can't hear, probably like saying racial slurs and stuff because yep. you know, and you just get so annoyed, and you're just like, "Shut the heck up!" You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly. Yeah. In the same way, you got social media stars boxing, uh-huh. and they're like, "What the heck do you think you're doing?" Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. Like about Fortnite having like a younger audience, and having older audience, it's so weird because like. To be competitive in the game, you used to be you need to be 16, but now they switched to 13, so it's a little bit younger. But like, it's crazy how like there's still like super young kids playing it. But I can see like me playing a different game. Like, it's like either Warzone or Valorant or Warzone. I don't know if there is a lot of younger kids there, but I feel like it's a, a little bit more older people. Mm-hmm. But like, whenever I play Valorant, whenever I talk to people I'm in the game, I haven't once heard like a squeaker of like, a young kid playing it. I've always heard someone like, like. I don't know how their age, but I feel like they're either my age or a little older. So I can definitely see how Fortnite has just a younger audience in general. Like you go to like you go to a random game and you want to play someone random and literally it's like a ninety percent chance they're like five years old. Yeah. But I don't know, yeah. It kind of helps the game grow, but uh depends, yeah. depends on what game it is. It's literally all marketing moves. Hundred percent. I feel yeah. like especially Fortnite, it's been turning to a big just advertisement. Like, oh, you yeah. go into the item shop, hey, let's buy something from the game. There's, like, 500 things to buy. It's, like, it's crazy. Yeah, LeBron James is literally in the exactly. game right now. And, like, I just don't know because people say, oh, the game is not going to die. The game's not going to die. And I keep on playing it because there's just something about it, like, the, what how satisfying the game is. But I just want to keep on playing it. So, like, yeah. it's just so much people say, oh, the game's going to die, the game's going to die. But in the same time, how is the game going to die if there's so much people working behind it? There's a big team, and there's people's jobs on the line. Like, mm-hmm. How are you going to make this game die? So I'm just trying to look and see how the heck are they going to fix like the community and like how they're going to fix on it because they definitely have big communication problems. So, oh yeah, that's that's always been a thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Like they can have like let's say Laser Beam. Okay, he went to a Fortnite tournament. And yeah. swore when he wasn't supposed to because it's a family-friendly Fortnite tournament. He wasn't supposed to do that, and Epic News got pretty mad at him. Two years later, he has his own skin, and they're all good. 
But these competitive players that are making money off the game, they have zero communication with them. Like, they have more communication with Bron- LeBron James than any of their competitive players in Fortnite. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, because the thing is, like, the after the first World Cup happened, yeah, that was, like, a big competitive thing. Yep. That blew them up. I yeah. feel like Fortnite thought, like, they didn't need to. They didn't need to give like two craps exactly about their competitive players yep. because the thing is, most people, um, unless they're thinking about like becoming a professional gamer or stuff like that, yeah. I don't know. They they're not gonna care as much about the competitive side. Exactly. Right. So yeah. like eighty percent of people wants the non-competitive side. Twenty yeah. percent wants the competitive side. Yeah. So they're gonna go to the majority. Exactly. And I like what you said about laser beam because, bro, like they literally do that. Yeah. They, That's... whenever they see like content creators are leaving mm-hmm. the game, they're like, oh, wait, let me put a content creator skin in the game. Yep. So now content creators are all going to come back because they're like, oh, let me get my skin in the game. Yep. You know, so that the, the content creator gets bigger yep. um, and Fortnite gets bigger. And think mm-hmm. about it, the content creator gets money too whenever you buy some of your skins to get a certain percentage. So everyone's winning at the point. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. But like, yeah, I don't know, but like, I feel like they said they're not going to have any like land tournaments in 2021. There's going to be probably one in 2022. Mm-hmm. I felt like if they didn't skip like a World Cup for 2020, and t- well, 2020 COVID is really big. I can understand that because like the flights, some people would have to travel. Um, yeah. but 2021 traveling came back flights came back like but they still decided to cancel the world cup or cancel any land tournaments so i remember when there was land tournaments in australia there was the world cup in new york there was that was literally the best thing ever because you qualified for a tournament you travel there and you get a chance to win thousands of dollars and even the world cup you get a chance to win millions of dollars oh, yeah. but they stopped doing that for two years and those two years they stopped doing that for was the two years that the game started dying a little bit. So I feel like we mm-hmm. need more motivation. But in the same time, I feel like they're doing that on purpose. To I feel like in the end of the day, they're just going to bring something that's crazy and everyone want to come back again. Because yeah. I feel like their plan, I just thought this, how like a game is never really consistent. Like it's never so popular for like a long, long time. I felt like they purposely tried to get themselves in a bad situation so they can get real bit popular again. So they just basically skipped the part of the game dying. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, they're they're kind of just like, you know, they're they're playing the cards that they're dealt. Exactly. Yeah. Because at the beginning, right, you had a bunch of when the game when people say well, anyways, the game was actually fun. When I think the game was actually fun at the yeah. beginning, the very beginning, right? Yep. So you have those initial players. And once the game starts to not be fun for them anymore, they start yep. to leave. But they keep like coming back periodically. Exactly. Because like you said, Epic Games will keep adding something new. Yep. Into it. So like it's like this, right? Like the Fast and Furious fan- franchise. Mm-hmm. They just came out with a new movie. Yep. Everyone says the movie was like stupid and it was like yep. laughable. But you have Fast and Furious fran- I'm sorry, fans. Yep. So regardless of how bad the movie's ratings are, they're mm. going to go watch the movie. Exactly. Because it's kind of like something that they have to do. So that's what like the gamers are doing, right? Yep. They're like, oh, they added whatever, like UFOs into Fortnite. Yep. Like they are like before you even play, you know it's terrible. Exactly. You have to go check it out. Yep. Is kind of what you have to do. Yeah. And like I give big props 
to not only it can it can be anything. It doesn't be a video game, but those sort of people that are like so into like well, I'm gonna use video games example. It can be anything. Like I like okay, I like Fortnite. I love Fortnite, but at the same time, everyone hates it. But I yeah. give very big props to people that like let's say they stream or they're like a content creator and they do YouTube videos that play Fortnite and quit the game and don't even touch the game. Like for an example, Liquid Chap or used to be Liquid Chap. Used to be Liquid Poach in like 72 hours. They used to be insane at Fortnite. And now they haven't touched a game in like a year. I give very big props because I would not, I would be like, yeah, I'm quitting the game. I'm done. Then a month later, I would have to play again. It's like to those people that actually like fully quit the game and like stop playing the game and start playing like whatever they wanted to play, Mm -hmm. big props because I would never really do that. Yeah. But that's what we were talking about earlier. That's, that's them being themselves. Exactly. Because I kind of feel like, their true selves were not Fortnite, and Fortnite yeah. Yeah. was like almost clouding mm-hmm. their actual personality. So they knew, like, if I actually want to have fun, if I actually want to be myself, I have to leave this game. Yep. Whereas there's other people who know that they could still play this now like garbage game. Yep. And still be themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And like, see, I love um Energy Clicks. He's really a really good player, but at the same time. You can see how now when the game getting worse and worse, he's still playing the game, but like he never stopped complaining about the game. Every time he joins, he says he doesn't want to play. So yeah. at the same time, I feel like he's playing just so he can maintain the same audience. In the same time, he just wants to play a different game. So don't get me wrong, he's a great player, one of my favorite streamers to watch. But like I feel like he's just forcing himself at this point just to maintain his audience. He's too scared to like move to whatever he wants to move to. Like, yeah, for example, there's big mm-hmm. streamers like some streamers used to play video games and now they're like, I'm just chatting like on Twitch or just making YouTube videos. And like, yeah. guys, I don't care. At least that I'm watching somebody at the end of the day, I'm watching somebody that is liking what they're doing and is not complaining like every five seconds. I feel like that's just the best thing. Because like, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. I complain about the game every five seconds too. But like, I don't want to see a streamer that is, doesn't want to play and doesn't want to be there playing the game. I don't want to watch that because I know that they're not trying their best and they don't want to be there. It's like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But like, even though I think about those big streamers who used to be big and like my favorite streamer, he used to be a liquid poach. He used to be like liquid seven, two hours and liquid chap. Oh yeah. They used to, they used to be like a trio before trio. I think they had a squad. I don't know who's, I don't know, but liquid poach is my favorite streamer. He was like super good. Then it's, you can instantly see how as soon as they left Fortnite their viewers and subscribers went down like so much yeah. like them just still just grinding and still playing the games they want to play you can see that they're making an audience that just likes what they're doing they're not keeping the fortnite audience which i don't know even though you're getting lower viewers i feel like hey you're still doing what you like so it's fine mm-hmm. depends yeah. how you invest your money dude if i was Buddha and i had three million dollars <laughs> oh my god Gosh, dude! I wonder, if, like, how much of that he still has left. How much he used. How much he invested. I think. Like, I think he spent it. No way. I'm it's not even lying to you. I'm pretty. Three million dollars sure. in less than like yeah, three I'm pretty years. Sure he is? went. He went on a, on a talk show, and someone oh. asked him like, "Do you still have the money?" And he said like, "No, I spent it all." Dude, if he spent all that money, yeah, that I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure he did. Might have been the most dumbest mistake he ever done. Oh, I used to hate Boog at first. I never knew him since he won the World Cup. And then I got to know him a little more after watching his streams. I felt like he was super cocky. But I feel like that's just him because I feel like he doesn't try to be. But, like, I don't know. He's a really good player. 
but I heard him, Clicks, and Vizzo, they used to do, they did fifth in FNCS, not FNCS. Then I heard just now how they, all three of them just stopped being a trio. Like, that's great. Like, I feel like, especially Fortnite teams, they never last. It's always the most toxic teams ever. Like, <laughs> the best players never last. It's freaking Booga, Bizzle, and Clicks. One of the best three Fortnite players, and they're not playing. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, Zate, who used to be an old Fortnite player, he quit the game and he did more like commentating and created his own tournaments. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like mm-hmm. that a lot. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like gaming has 100% changed after the past like couple of years. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember there used to be a couple games. Like, I remember. Like, I was watching old clips of Ninja doing, like, the Halo clips and stuff like that. That was mm-hmm. crazy, but definitely wasn't how big it was today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I think that's the end of the podcast. It's been a little while. It's been a good first episode. Of course. So, yeah, make sure you guys stay tuned for our next one. And this is probably, like, not the great podcast. It's our first one, so bear with us. We're going to grow and grow. So, yeah. Peace.